And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Is Trash, the nonsensical podcast where we talk everything professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. I am one of your trash boys, co-host of Wrestling Is Trash, Nick Anacelli, coming to you live on this Tuesday, November 21st, in the year of our Lord, 2023, fresh off an amazing weekend of professional wrestling, particularly in the AEW department, full gear. We're going to get into it, but as I said last week, um, I was there, so I'm a little biased, but probably my show of the year, for very obvious reasons. Wow. Okay. Yes, but I'm biased. I'm there. Like I said, I'll explain myself when we give our recap, but enough about me. Um, One thing I just want to say for those who do celebrate, before we forget, we go on our rambles, right? That's what the whole point of the show is. Happy Thanksgiving to those that do celebrate this upcoming Absolutely. week. Hope you enjoy time with friends, family, co-workers, whoever it may be, food, no food, football, basketball, whatever it may be. Just enjoy the, the long weekend. But enough me. Let me pass it off to my mans. Lou, how you doing? Man, you already know Lou from the BX host of the Everything Podcast. Co-host the Wrestling is Trash. Here with you again on a Trash Tuesday to talk all things professional wrestling. I want to echo Nick's sentiment there. Even if you don't celebrate the holiday, I know a lot of people out there don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Totally okay. But spend that time with your loved ones. Make that phone call. Send that text message. uh, You know, send that email. Whatever it is, you want to reach out to someone you love. You want to say hi. You want to just reconnect. It's always a perfect time to do that. So if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving for the per holiday, you can make it your own. That's what I like to say about it. So see, Nick, I'm trying, bro. Yep. See, I'm working exactly. the positivity in there a little bit. I'm trying, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So I probably should ask you this off air, but whatever. We really don't. Should we just give our thoughts on full gear? Go briefly through, and then hit our kind of new stuff. Or you want to hit the news? I'm and with then it. Probably. I'm with it because there's a lot to say about this show. Yes, and I don't want to skip over it. And I don't want to miss anything. So. So. Let me. For those who have who did watch the show and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I, I was famous this weekend. I was I was famous. Um, I'm going to give just my quick thoughts on the day, if I can, before we get into the card. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. So the Kia Forum, great arena to watch wrestling in. I uh, Lucky enough, um, and I thank AEW. I can't thank it as many times, like I said before, but I was able to get floor seats very, very close to the ring, but for a very fair price. Nice. Because right? um, the Kia Forum... Great arena to watch wrestling. When I went to their Dynamite in January where they had the big best of seven trios title match, um, I sat, I think, in the 200, so like the upper, but it was still an amazing view. So great arena for those in the Southern California area who ever want to go see wrestling. Um, Really cool, super easy to get in. Everyone was just super cool, everyone around me. Um, One thing, the the two people, so like the way the floor seats were for us is like I – had seat 14 but there was no 14 in front of me there was only a 13 so like i was starting the back if that makes so perfect for me i had all the leg room in the world nice. um, but the guy in front of us was dressed as edward scissorhands which was very random i don't know if you what saw that in my videos. no no idea why super cool dude super cool guy um but yeah it was just cool i got to be on tv a couple of times in the screen i had a poster we wore our wrestling trash gear me and my lady so that was dope. Um, and, man, like I said, 
might be my show of the year. And like I said, I might be biased because I was there. You know, we had we're gonna do an end of year show probably actually in the next few weeks here. Um, Boom. Yeah, twenty twenty three. But anyway, just that death match. And I know we're gonna go kind of through the matches, but that death match was just one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. Just when you didn't think it was gonna end, it just kept going and go and the thing is, you know, like I've seen it in Wrestle Four in person and on TV where it's like, okay, this match can end now. When they were getting up at nine, I was like, fuck yeah, let's keep this thing going. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just people around us. Like, I, I was texting you, like, so my girl watches everything and she's just like, fuck it, kind of like me. We were cheering, we want fire. And people around us, guys and girls, were like cringing at the stuff. Like, when Hangman drank the blood, I was just like, there's no way. And then, like, just the. I think it was the pile driver he did on the cinder block. I think it was a pile. Oh my driver. god! That then the like choking him with the chain, hanging him, and then the staples, and then just from the second the booking decision was right. We I think we both said yeah. Looking at it, I think we both said Hangman was getting that win. He was yeah. so effing over in Los Angeles from his entrance. Um, and actually, I didn't tell you this. The girls who came out with him came and watched the match right next to us. Oh, my God. No way. Uh, you know, my girls, like, oh, my God, you girls did so great. Like, so I got to shake their hands. They, they were very nice girls. Oh, um, cool. Very, very cool chicks. But anyway, man, we're just we're going to kind of give our thoughts on some matches here. But what were your honest thoughts? I had a, a blast at this. Man, look, um, so... I really so I went to the theater to go watch the show for any of you who watched this show and heard the last episode. Uh, I went to Cinemark Theaters. They show the pay-per-views. The price is right. You get a big ass screen. I get my big tub of popcorn and my soda and I hang out with a bunch of crazy wrestling fans, which there was no shortage of for this show. Um, but I'll get into that a little bit later as far as the experience in, in the fucking theater. But man, this show was so much fun. And there was not, for me, there was not a, like, oh, I got to go hit the bathroom match. There was no bathroom break match for me. No. Like, I usually am a soldier. Like, I'll sit through the whole the whole thing. Um, I don't think I've, well, maybe one time during, like, two or three pay-per-views ago, I, like, I was like, okay, I got to piss. So I went. But usually, dude, I sit from... Zero hour all the way through to the end of the show. Cause just because I don't want to miss anything. And I'm like, I'm fine. I don't, you know, I can hold it. Um, there was no place on this show where I was like, okay, let me go real quick, go get another drink or go get no, I didn't want to move for anything. I was invested in every match. Uh, every match delivered, even the golden jets and young bucks match, which I thought was just gonna be like, ah, this will probably be, you know, decent, but I don't really care. Um, that match even ended up being really fucking good at the end like at the end it was like dude these motherfuckers are going in and they, they had to in. go on after that goddamn death match bro i'm not like, gonna lie the first five ten minutes of that tag match i was not in it i was in my seat everything like that yeah i was just like i i was wiped out and then they they, they brought everyone and back and it's crazy because usually that's where you would get like the sting uh kind of match you know what i mean because sting is such an attraction that he comes out for that match and he can kind of get it over. But bro, 
the Young Bucks and the Golden Jets, they fucking delivered, bro. That was a very, very fun match. The tag team turmoil match, I and bro, those guys were killing each other out there. Yes. Killing each other out there. I enjoyed that match very much. The Statlander Julia Hart match, the sky with the sky blue, that match was great. I enjoyed yes. that match. A I lot. was so happy that match did good too, because I thought that yeah. was gonna be the quick six-minute women match. Yeah. Tony gave the women time on the show, and I loved it. Yeah, they gave them time. They had a really good match. I was very impressed with Julia Hart. Um, I was very impressed with Sky Blue also and, and Statlander too, man. Statlander is great. Um, and it was fine. I think it was it was you know good. She had a great run with the belt. You know what I mean? She was not going to have another. They were not going to do another Jade Cargill 60, 70 yeah. wins in a row. You know, eventually she's going to drop the belt. And it was good. It's I feel like Julia, you know, it's time for a new a new face. You know what I mean? Too and you got to elevate people. So what a way to elevate her to beat freaking to get a win on a pay-per-view like that. It's fantastic. House always wins. Um, yeah, there's only her- one gripe I had. And I don't even want to say gripe because yeah. I found it comical. You know me. As we say, I find the positive. I don't take shit serious because it's wrestling. Right. So, in the pre-show, MJF, Samoa Joe retained those titles, which we both didn't think was going to happen, to be honest. Dude, I, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about it. And then, which, still kind of mad about that. Not mad, but confused. Maybe We'll see where it goes, because Adam Cole is not coming back anytime soon. Um, And then, they play this injury angle, and Adam Cole, I like what they do. Then the main event starts. Adam Cole comes out, which I was amped for. I wasn't expect to see him on the show at all, so it's cool to get to do it, participate in his entrance. But I'm like, yo, they're about to ring this bell. And then MJF comes in the ambulance, right, which we all are expecting something. And they're holding him back. But they were going to let Adam Cole fight. Yeah, okay, so... You know, like, yeah, you know, like, I can suspend disbelief, but to me, even Britt Baker was tweeting about it, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. But I was kind of, I, I'll admit, I was very confused by that whole injury angle thing. Yeah, so this is my thing with that. So, okay, you have your zero out. First of all, why do you not put those fucking belts on the guns? I don't understand. It would have helped the main event because then now you're talking about MJF lost his belts, whatever. And it would have been great for the guns to get a run with those titles. Like, yeah. give them, they deserve fucking tag team titles. But again, I'm not a booker, so I'm sure there's a reason why they are continuing to do this MJF thing with the title belts. But here's my thing. So you have MJF retain. Adam Cole comes out to support his best friend, whatever. And then the guns do the pillmanizer finish on MJF. Fuck his leg up. They take him away in an ambulance. Okay. And now you don't know what's going on with the main event. Okay. Let's see where this goes. Then you have Adam Cole (laughs) stepping in to defend the title for MJF. First of all, just that in itself is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, who's you really? You're defending the title for the champion. That fucking makes no sense, first of all. Secondly, the dude's wearing a boot moon boot and and he has crutches. And you're telling me that he's going to go in there to defend the world championship, but you're not going to let MJF do the same thing when he has the same injury angle? Whatever. Then you do the whole show with this shit where, like, it's going to be Adam Cole, MJF's not performing tonight, blah, 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 blah. Then you have MJF come out 
He steals an ambulance, apparently, because it's apparently very easy for wrestlers to steal ambulances. <laughs> Comes back to the arena, hobbles into the ring, and has the match. Now, here's my thing. Why the fuck couldn't you just have the tag team match on Zero Hour? The guns lose. They do the pilmanizer thing to MJF. And you tease the fact that this guy's leg is all fucked up, but he's still going to defend. He doesn't have to leave the building. He doesn't have to go into an ambulance. You don't have to have this whole thing with Adam yeah. Cole's going to defend for me to do the Adam Cole entrance so he could do the baby with one fucking arm. And then MJF comes out anyway. Like, what was the purpose of inserting Adam Cole into this thing? It did nothing. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you want to look at it like, you know, that's how deep a friendship they have. Adam Cole came out to defend his friend, and they're really brochachos and, and whatever. Maybe if you're kind of building off of the dynamic where they're really good friends and you want to reinforce that, that Adam Cole was willing to step in and, and defend his friend and whatever. Okay, maybe I can understand that. But I thought it was like there was no need for – you could have had Adam Cole there anyway. Yeah. You could have and... just had him there supporting his friend, and then while you're watching the match – you could be like, oh shit, is Adam Cole gonna turn? Is he the devil? Like you don't like you don't know. Yeah, and you know what everyone, I mean? everyone in our area thought the same thing. Like, what, in a weird way, it, it took no hype away from the main event, but it made it feel a type of way because everyone's like, all right, we know this isn't gonna happen. And then when he came out, we're like, okay, we see. But then when they did the whole, they could have done that, but don't hold MJF back as we're straining him as much as they did. Yeah, because it's like. So you're letting this dude, like you said, with a boo and everything, and then it's like, yeah, ah, like what, what do we got here? What do we got here? Um, and now I kind of want to hit one of the news topics, but transitioning into the death match, if you kind of don't mind. Nice. So first, I want to give some credit to MJF, man. He is so over right now. He's always been over, but as a face, man, like everyone was loving him. I thought he did phenomenal in that match. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, the match was great. Thank God that the match actually turned out to be great. And then. Let me hit the biggest pause in the world. Even though I didn't make the comment, my girl right, was sitting let there. My, let me get the my mic girl ready. Was, yeah, my girl was sitting there. No, it was a female comment. I'm just saying pause because it's coming out of my mouth. But she was mm. like, she literally was like, Jay White has some of the best abs ever. I'm mean, all right. That's not, I, I can't pause just, that. It was I just can't like, pause that. That's all right. That's like, okay. And I was like, damn. And she's like, she's like, yeah, he got like ricochet abs. All right. So. <laughs> Let me ask you something, because I know you wanted to get into something there, and I don't know if I'm what I'm asking is in the same vein. But so let me ask you this: After watching that main event, okay, do you feel like Jay White was buried because of what they did in the main event? I say no, because. You sound like you have a little doubt there in your voice. I'm I'm really trying to think rethink it to be honest. Like the scenario, like so no, basically injury, uh, angles I'll tell happen, you this. injury angles happen all the time. Right. He he was very competitive. And that like that right there, an injury angle, baby face hurt and wins, that's such a common wrestling one oh one thing. So no, I don't think so. Like I how I, many times how many times have we seen a wrestler come out? To defend the title, he gets his ass beat backstage, and then 
they have the guy in the challenger in the ring. Remember, like I, I can't, I don't remember specifically which wrestler, but I know I've seen it in WWE a few they, times where they're they counting just, like one, two, three, and then the the champion comes out all fucked up and he defends his title and wins. Like we've even, seen that before. Even our champion, they just did this with Ricochet and Nakamura. There you go. So that's and I'll I'll add to it again. I give it six months, and one of these companies will do it again, whether it's on a champion or not on. So yeah. no, I don't think so. And I get what you're saying, where people are saying. 12 times in 30 minutes he attacked They're like well no shit no, he's gonna well, attack well that that's just idiocy that that thing that i have here which let me see if i have it here for the good people watching this wonderful program if i can decipher which one of these it is because i can't read i can't read these little did i even upload it i don't think i did uh well, i didn't upload the most important one all right so i can't put it on the screen but that's okay so, again, I didn't even want to go there yet, but the reason I asked you that is because, again, after leaving that show, I know you were hyped because you're there with the live crowd. You got the energy of the people. There's no way not to be hyped after leaving a pay-per-view. Yeah. I was hyped just because what a great show. Um, I was talking with these psychopaths in the theater all the whole show which is weird because the last the last pay-per-view which was wrestle dream i didn't talk to anybody i was solo dolo just enjoying the show so but it's it was just so deflating to like go to my car and jump on twitter to see like what the reactions are and it's a bunch of people saying jay white's buried the fumbled jay white like was and i'm like fam jay white has not taken a pinfall loss in a year. The dude's never been pinned in AEW. And he took it to the champ. Not even in, not in tag team, not in singles, not in anything. He has not lost a match. When he's in a tag team match, Juice gets pinned or the, one of the guns gets pinned. Yeah. He's not taken a pinfall loss in a year. He's been running around with this title, okay? He's one of the most over-fucking acts in the company, him and Bullet Club Gold. They're super fucking over. And he loses one match to the world champion, by the way, who cheated to win the fucking match, by the way. He cheated. He hit him with the fucking dynamite ring to win the match. So it wasn't like a clean pinfall loss either. Yeah. And everybody's like, he's buried. This, this, is. Is, where, this is where like I, I say these people on the internet, like they say things. And they don't even understand what the fuck they're saying. Like, they don't even understand the words that they're using. No. They just like to use these wrestling words because they hear them. They hear them on podcasts. And they think, like, they want to be cool. And they want to say, oh, he got buried. Yeah. Oh, he's a mark. She's a smart. Like, like, they want to use these words. And they don't fucking even understand what they are. No. And so, no, I agree. He's not. But, like I said, MJF is over. I thought that was a great match. MJF doing the whole elbow drop even though the table the table broke already like that was sick i was not expecting that and it shows he's committed we know he's hurt right now that was reported too and i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna hit this the first news topic because i want to transition that yes sir with uh another thing so on mjf several wwe sources believe mjf has quietly re-signed with AEW. one higher up wwe source stated there has been zero talks between the two sides, they further noticed that the idea Freeman is set to enter free agency imminently is a false narrative. 
and that he has signed into 2027. That's from House of Wrestling. Lou and I both agree, as cool maybe as it would be for MJF to pop in WWE like anyone else, or vice no. versa. No. He, no? So I, I don't think it'd be bad, but he belongs in AEW. Yeah, no. So remember how we always talk about, like, there's certain wrestlers who you look at and you're like, man, he would be dope in WWE. Or you look yeah. at a WWE guy and like Ricochet and you'd be like, damn, he'd be dope in fucking AEW. Yes. MJF is one of those dudes that I look at and I'm like, nah, there's no fucking way. You're going to have what makes MJF special doesn't work in WWE. Like it doesn't, you can't, you it doesn't can't work. Sense with him. He can't say half the shit he's going to want to say. Yeah. He can't, he can't do half the shit he's going to want to do. He ain't motorboating no fucking people in the crowd. No. On the way to the ring. He ain't doing that shit. Or talking about rats. Yeah. So then, ain't no banging rats. Yeah. There, there goes all your catchphrases. They're yeah. all gone. So, no, I, I don't think, you know, I'm sure he would be good. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, he's going to be good, but it won't be MJF. Like it It's just a false won't. him. Yeah, it, it just won't be. I'll always think whoever hops wherever is going to be cool. But like I said, definitely belongs there. But with adding to that, he's been a great champion at 365, coming up on the uh, World's End, which is happening in his hometown. I don't know who's in it or not, but now I kind of want to transition to that death match. I need it to be known. PSA. Swerve Strickland needs to be the guy to take it off MJF. Because mm. MJF is so hot right now as a babyface. And even though Swerve's hot as fuck right now over, he's a heel. And yeah. I think that's the perfect feud for perfect person to take it off MJF right now. Not saying it's going to be at World's End. You can maybe drag it out to Revolution, but he is just so over right now, man. When he yeah, Swerve is going to be AEW World Champion. Like he's going in twenty twenty four. That has to happen. Yeah, I think next year he's going to definitely be World Champion. If not this year, I mean, you never know what's, yeah. what this crazy fucking Tony Khan is going to decide to book for it this. It could happen, and you got to think MJF. The pay per views in Long Island, and that's where he's from. So whoever he fights oh is going God. in as whoever he fights is going in as the ultimate heel. Yeah. Right. Even if they're not that big of a heel, they're gonna be a heel because you're an MJF country. You Which know is funny I mean? because Swerve is the heel, but you have Nana come out dancing with these dancing girls. Yeah. For the for the thing, and everybody loves it. And it's like, wait a minute, bro, this guy's supposed to be a bad guy. <laughs> Dude, like I texted you, I was swerving the fuck out of oh, that entrance. Well, show. We were doing that oh. shit in the theater. Yeah, dude, we it was awesome. Lit. The shit him and Hangman did. With the staples to the head. I'm trying to think the cinder block, the drinking of the blood, the spitting. Bro, of the blood. when he when 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 he pile drived him on the fucking railing of the like the ring railing. Yeah. When he fucking pile drived uh Adam Page, like did you watch? So, did you get a chance to rewatch it, like on TV, or no? No, just... I gotta, I gotta go find our means and do that because her, oh, uh, okay. me and my girl were saying. We that, by the way, it works flawlessly, like it yeah. play and crystal clear. Yeah, uh, that's gonna happen. Soon. Um, follow for more tips. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But anyway, um, there's a spot where they're standing on the railing and Swerve pile drives. Uh, cowboy into the yep. like the top of the railing that was on and, the rail on my side yeah and when you watch it like he did it with one leg 
because there was really nowhere for him to get yeah, to it was stand. A, it was a small, yeah. So one leg kind of slipped. So it's like he wasn't even supporting this guy's neck. Like when he did that shit, like it was like half support, half not. And again, I don't. Again, I've talked about on this show many times that I do not like watching death matches live. I prefer to watch them after they happen so that I know that the people involved <laughs> don't die and they're not really dead and they're not really maimed. Okay. I like to make sure they're okay and then rewatch it. So to watch it live, death matches are not my favorite thing. But, dude, I love this match. Like, I love this match. I very much fucking enjoyed it. And it's like, you can't win with people because when AEW has, like, these matches where there's blood everywhere and, you know, people are bleeding on Wednesday night and shit on Dynamite, they're like, oh, they have these matches and it doesn't mean anything because there's no story and you're supposed to be a blood feud and then you're just having these matches because. But then you actually build up a fucking blood feud and have it and they're still complaining yeah. that it's too much blood. This is too much to blood in a match. fucking Texas death match. This is going to be one of my matches of the year, for sure. Like, this for match sure. has been so divisive for the community because everybody's talking about it. Like, look at us. The first thing we went into, not the fucking championship, not MJF and Jay White. No, the first thing we went right towards is the goddamn death match. Because it is, it's dividing the community. Because there's some people who are outraged by the match. And there's some people who loved it. And they're both, they're at war with each other right now. They're all and, going back and forth. And I'll say this. I'll never, ever crap on someone's opinion, right? Because you might yeah. like something that I don't. That's just... This is one of the things I don't get how you don't like it, though. I mean, look, I can understand, you know, I, I can see things through. Like my brother in Jersey, he will he'll never give me the satisfaction of watching AEW. He just won't do it. But he's a WWE guy. You know, he grew up on it. So that's all he wants to watch. And that's fine. I can understand, like, looking at this shit through someone like his eyes, where he has a son you know, his son's very impressionable. You don't want to, like me personally, I'm a, I'm a single dude. I, I'm, I'm Actually, I'm not, technically, I'm not a single dude anymore. But <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I don't yeah, have kids. I know what you mean. Yeah, so yeah. if I go to see these things, I'm going by myself. I'm not bringing my kid, you know, whatever. Now, there's plenty of people out there who are bringing their kids to watch these pay-per-views and shit. And sat right, right in front of me, kid. But like, bro, I wouldn't want my kid to watch that. That's just... Because it's especially very young kids, because they you, you can't tell the difference whether it's you know, I know that they really don't hate each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know that they're really not trying to kill each other. It's a performance. It's an insane performance, but it's a performance. And I know that. But little kids don't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't want to subject them to all that shit in the blood and drinking the blood and the fucking barbed wire on the face. That was nuts. When he swung the, oh, the yeah. chair. And the, he got fish hooked by that string of barbed wire, bro. That was fucking insane. So I can understand some people who just don't like it. You know what I mean? And maybe some people are squeamish, dude. You know, some people can't handle the sight of blood. You know, I no, get I know it. A lot of people like that. I get that. But, bro, just don't watch it. Don't watch the shit. So two things quick before I get, go on to this. So did you did they show Steve-O? Yeah. Okay. That's so an, I'm glad you brought that up. 
So funny thing about him. So we pull into the arena. And this guy in a Tesla drives by us. Hmm. And my girl, I'm quoting her here, goes, that guy looks exactly like Steve-O. And then we laughed about it. I don't know exactly what was said. I was like, nah, I don't know. what, Like nothing probably, right? And I think I saw and maybe said like, yeah, actually he does. Well, then Steve-O came out. So I was at, and right near us. So that was actually pretty wild. Um, but, dude, you know what the craziest part was? And this is why I give these wrestlers credit is – we all deal with injuries in life, right? Whether it's something like you strain your back at work, whatever it may be, right? The end of the day, right, the camera cuts off, obviously. And Swerve was limping up the ramp. And then, like, when you could tell the camera went off him, he deadass just walked through. Because where I was sitting, too, I could see them come out the curtain. And he just walked straight through, flung the curtain open, and just walked in the back. Like... He was literally just walking, like normal walking. Like, I'm going to walk up after and go to the bathroom. And I was just, wow. and to myself, I was like, like, that's nuts. He was probably. Yeah, like, like obviously they're sore and all that. But the well, fact he was, was probably just, really in pain. And he wanted to get back there and get these fucking staples out of my chest. And the adrenaline. Adrenaline's yeah. a thing. But yeah. I was just like, God damn. But yeah, so what did you think of the, uh, the six man? So before I get into that, one thing I wanted to say, which I, I could I could say it's a nitpick, I guess, but it's more like a it's more like a if I see this, why doesn't Tony Khan see this? So watching the show, I saw Ken Jong, I saw Steve O, and I saw fucking Rick Rubin in the front row. Okay. Rick Rubin is like fucking super fucking famous. Yes. Like that's a fucking legendary person. You don't ever see that guy anywhere. Anywhere. Okay. So why in the fuck isn't Tony Khan putting the camera on these people, putting up a little graphic that says, hey, have Tony Schiavone go, look who's here in the crowd enjoying some good old AEW programming. Rick Rubin's here. And then have the crowd. You know how WWE does that shit? Yeah. When there's oh, famous people, in, there's famous the people in the crowd. That. You know what I'm saying? When there's famous people that just pop up, they put the camera on them, they put their name up, let put them on the screen, let the crowd acknowledge that they're there. Like, why wouldn't you do that? To like that just like bro, that's free promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, they, they put the camera on these out. people. And they just expect you to know, oh, shit, because you're like, is that Ken Jong? And then they cut away. But you're like, why Why wouldn't you fucking do that? Yeah, because Steve-O was there just for the opening match. Um, And then he went to the back. He dived, I don't know if they showed it on TV, but he dabbed up Darby Allen and shit. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, they show. I don't know if he was on camera for that. Um, But, okay, first off, to transition, unless you have anything you want to add on the death match, but... Rick Flair got it. Rick Flair should not be doing what he's doing, bro. I'm not saying this because I want to hate, right? Bro, he when he walked up the, the stairs, right? He had to make sure he grabbed the railing to walk, and when he walked yeah. down, he had to take a break because he didn't have anything to grasp. Catches literally was like, and then took a step down. Wow, he I get it, it was a very, very, very small thing. He can't. He's at the point where any every time he steps, it looks like it hurts him. And I'm not even being like an ass about it. Well, I, who doesn't love like Ric Flair for what he's done for the business? I'll tell you something. <laughs> so we're watching the show. 
and Ric Flair's music hits. I was not expecting Ric Flair to be there. I know they said that Ric Flair said he's going to be wherever Sting is. So I guess that was established on Dynamite or something. I don't remember yeah. hearing it. But I didn't know Ric Flair was going to be there. So Ric Flair's music hits, and I'm like, oh, my God. The fucking viejo atalaki. Like, they're going to have this old man here or whatever. Okay, fine. He comes out. He does his entrance. It's fine. Bro, when he started chopping Christian, all of us popped in the theater. Like, we were all fucking woo. We were all fucking wooing. Oh, I yeah, was same. like, man, I was just there, and I was like, you know what? Ric Flair's the fucking man, dude. Like, he just fucking, he's just a fucking man, dude. And we were all, like, in that same energy. Like, we just appreciated that he was there. Now, if I'm not going to lie. If I had seen him walking like that and get, like, winded, I would have felt like fucking, like, I had to get the shotgun and fucking put old Yeller down, bro, because yeah, he, that's terrible. I would appreciate, because like I said, like I said, what he did was so minor. And I was wooing, of course, because this that was after I mean, he's the like a bump. He's like 90. Yeah, like what? But that was good. I thought the entrance Edge Sting and Darby did was dope. I know we talked yeah, about it a lot. last week's episode about Edge painting his face. It looked good. No homo. Pause this time. Yo, Edge a big dude. Like I always hey, knew. Yo. Yeah, I always I always knew he was obviously like, you know what I mean? They're professional wrestlers, usually they're something like, yo, he's a big dude. Because he walked like right to the thing where Steve O was right near us. Yeah. And I was like, like big, like obviously Jack's a tall too. I don't know. That's the thing that's been tripping me out at the past couple of shows I went to because I've been lucky enough to be closer. A lot of these motherfuckers are tall as shit. Yeah, and they're much, they're much bigger TV, than not, not yeah. saying like, to me, like I'm 5'10. I'm not that tall, right? But on TV, like Edge would look like he's like six, maybe six one. That dude looked like he was like six three, six four. Like no shit. Yeah, and like just big too now, and I was like, okay, like Ed, you know, Ed, you are fifty. You keep doing your thing, bro. You keep going out there and doing it. Um, yeah, it's just it was really cool because after I don't know, did they show Darby's promo when he was cursing? Him? Yeah, so I posted it on our site. If you guys didn't see it, you can check out Wrestling Is Trash on Instagram. I posted it on there in the reels. I thought that that was fucking awesome because yeah. I had no idea that was Sting's last match in California. I didn't know that. Like I wasn't even thinking about that shit. I wasn't thinking about this is his last run in this Same, building, like, whatever. Yeah. No idea. So they're playing the music, and you know, the crowd was kind of quiet because Sting was there talking to his son, which I didn't even know his son was there or or look was like that old. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I'm surprised his son never got into it. Yeah, he's like an athlete too, but he's like a football player, but he never got into wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You would think, you know, but um, I know if my dad was Sting, I'd be like, hey. Maybe I should get into the fucking wrestling too. But um, yeah. I thought that was very cool that he did that. He stopped the music. Yo, this is Sting's last fucking time here in California. It's his last match. Make some fucking noise. I was like, all right, yeah. Show the respect to the man, bro. And then he got his moment. So I thought that was awesome. See, I love that because when I was there, right when this started, like I, said, I was like, yo, this literally might be the last time I see Edge and Sting live. Yeah, wow. So like, I was like, like a mark like i just couldn't take my like your eyes off you know i was like damn and especially like the sting thing like you know what i mean like when you see whether it's on tv or in person it's like damn like that was one of sting's last big matches like because i think there's only two pay-per-views right if he's on world's end if he's on yeah. and then revolution so like obviously he might do another couple things on dynamite but it's not going to be a big so i was like damn like 
Yeah, I mean, it was dope seeing Sting. Like, Sting deserved that, man. Like, yeah. his AEW run was great. Like, honestly, great. Like, with Darby. No, better. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, and it just... It just shows, like... And this isn't... I don't think this is a shot at WWE, but, like, if someone from them is listening, it's like, I get it. You have crazy medical protocols. But you can still have these people around doing things. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Seth's running WWE. I mean, Seth. Sting's running WWE. He debuted November of 14. And, like, you had him on Mania with Triple H, which actually wasn't a bad match. He should not have lost that match. I can't no, fucking that, believe well, that That, match shouldn't, that match shouldn't have happened. He, there was no reason he shouldn't have fought The Undertaker, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And whatever. And I could see if it's like, well, we don't want him beating The Undertaker. Well, you didn't let him beat Triple H either. So losing to The Undertaker makes more sense than losing to Triple H. Anywho. Right. Then he gets injured. Then he had the match with Seth. Like, get it? He was going for the title. And I was back then. I don't know what you were thinking. Well, I thought he should have beaten Seth for the title. I thought Sting deserved the WWE title. I don't care. Part-time, not part-time. I was very heated when he didn't win that title. I was super into those Sting segments when that shit was going on. Yeah. Like, I was super into that shit. I'll never fucking forget that fucking episode of Monday Night Raw when With he first thing. debuted and he's just standing there, like, on the Titans, trying, like, just looking out. And uh, Booker T's like, oh, yeah, man, that's Sting. And it's like that. And JBL's like, that's a picture of Sting. He's like, no, it's not. And he comes walking out. Yeah, um, when he does the do point at Triple H and shit. But I'll never forget that because that was when uh, he did the point. And then Triple H starts freaking out. And then Brock Lesnar comes out out of fucking nowhere. He uh F5's a big show. Like he was like he was a fucking child. Yeah. Oh my god, what a great ending to Raw that was, dude. That was such a great ending to Raw. But uh Nick seems to be frozen. There he is. Nick uh, good might be a little frozen. Am there he is. We evened out. All right, yes, good. sir. All right. But um no, they did. They did good with him. I thought they could have done more. And this is a prime. Oh, example. for sure. Yeah, but and they just what? the buckle bomb thing happened, and they were like, "Nope, that's it. You're done." And it was yeah. like, "Okay, but the fuck." And you know, he deserves that, right? Because people like Goldberg still saying he deserves his final retirement match. And I say nay. I say nay because you don't deserve shit. Yeah, because like, here's my thing. Sting. If Sting would have ended with WWE, that's not Sting's a legend. Like, Goldberg is too, but Sting's like yeah. a player compared to Goldberg, right? So Sting deserves what he has in this run. Like, Goldberg, you came back in 2016, squashed Brock Lesnar, won multiple yeah, times. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he came back the, already. And you should have never have won any of those titles. And maybe the first one, because he was really white hot when he first came back. But still, he beat Kevin Owens, didn't like that. But I get it. He, he was a fiend. Yeah, like that. That was stupid. What the fuck? And Why? Last match in WWE, you lost to Roman Reigns, who's on the historic run. Like, it clearly shows, like, in a fucked up way, Goldberg wants to go out on top. Not maybe as a champion, but he wants to win and leave, which is, that's like wrestling one-on-one as you go out on your back. Yeah. Like, I doubt Brock Lesnar's last match is going to be him winning. Like, for as far as Goldberg, I'm, as far as I'm concerned with Goldberg, like, that's it. Like, you yeah. came back. You can't top what you did. They can't top what they did when he came back, dude. When he came back, he cut that promo. The promo was really good. He's not known for a promo, but he came out and he cut a fucking great promo. Like, he was thankful, and then he was like, well, 
And then Paul Heyman challenged me to a fight. Yeah. And he cut that was fucking cool. Like he he had a great promo, challenge Brock. They had their fights, they had their matches. You know, you won fucking two titles. Like, okay, bro. Like, what else do you want? Now you want another farewell tour? No, bro. It's over. Yeah, and it's like, you know, he ain't going to WWE. Whatever. We're not going to BF. I'm just saying it's long so short. Things deserves, but great show on Saturday. I love Honestly. that. Uh I love that moment when Sting, when uh, when Stephanie and Triple H were unveiling Seth Rollins' statue. Oh yeah! And they had that; shit, they pulled it up, and it's fucking Sting. Yeah. And Triple H was just like, "That was fucking classic, dude." No shit, was awesome. Like I was super into WWE at that time, um, because yeah. I was like hyped that Sting was there. So to see the way it ended was fucking terrible. Like happy, they gave him the Hall of Fame. He headlined the Hall of Fame. Like that was dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? like that was cool. They sent him out good. But they could have done more with him. And then you got Goldberg, whatever. But, but yeah, I think that's our thoughts on the show. Unless you have some final thoughts you want to add. Great show. Uh, yeah. How about, uh, so first of all, that zero hour match with uh, Claudio and Buddy Matthews. They went fucking in. awesome. If you have a chance and you want to watch a fucking stiff, excellent, like good technical wrestling match. It's for free on YouTube. You can watch that. Claudio versus fucking Buddy Matthews. Eddie Kingston and Jay Lethal, as much as I love Eddie, as much as I love Jay Lethal, the match itself was, you know, it was yeah, kind that, of... Uh, that was an okay match, to be honest. Yeah, it was, a, it was all right. You know what I mean? I rewatched it, and I was a little... Always whatever about it. Though. Um, But looking at this, again, I'm glad that Ricky and uh, Big Bill retained. That match was fucking awesome. Um... Cassidy and Moxley was a great one too. I can't believe I skipped that. Was that was a it was a good match, but it wasn't as good as that first match. No, like it no. definitely did not top that first match. And again, I feel like the the right person won. I thought Moxley was gonna take it, but it was like you know what? It's good that fucking Orange Cassidy won that match, dude, because he should bro. retain that match. Moxley doesn't need that belt, bro. He bro, I was belt. so bummed. So right before Moxley came out, a shit ton of security came to the curtain where we were. And we were like, no way. Like, he's going to come right by us. Like, I would have been like this to this with him. No and shit. Then on the complete other side. No, nah, <laughs> nah, dude. Moxley, yeah, that was a good one. I was happy Orange Cassidy won. Um, my girl brought and, uh, all hail, All hail Tony Storm. I uh, was surprised that they went with the title change, but oh, seeing I, as no. how hot she is right now, and I don't mean that in like the she's hot, which but actually I, I, I kind of do. do. I do. But, uh, you know. Uh, right now her gimmick is like the best shit ever so i i see it i understand it the play in the ass thing was a little annoying because where we all were you it was clear super obvious on tv like and and i get it like i get it it was just like they should have done an audible but i get it you can't you stick to i get why they didn't do it like for me it was a cool moment because as i said last week yo i got to see mariah may in person all those years i followed her and liked her even though she didn't do much was still really really cool to see her in person. Um, but my thing with the with the Tony Storm and the plate thing, it's like it, it makes the referees look like shit. Because yes. like, how do you? We all see this. Everyone in the crowd sees it. Everyone on TV seeing her constantly go back there and reach and trying to adjust this fucking metal plate on her ass, her giant ass. And you don't see this, Aubrey Edwards. You're literally right there. Like, how do you not fucking see this thing? Yeah, there's so many easy ways that they could have like recovered that angle, but. Again, AEW referees are fucking stupid. 
Yeah, this, they are, man. I hate saying it. They're just stupid. I, they really yeah, are. They they are. But I don't care, man. Even, I uh, even uh when Ric Flair starts chopping um Christian Cage, we were all like, This is a that's a disqualification. Fucking Christian Cage is being attacked by the manager. That's a disqualification match over. And the yeah. ref is like, cut it out, Rick. Stop that. Well, it's weird because in the ref, sometimes things are DQ, sometimes they aren't. Yeah, it doesn't make but sense. Like, like, yo, you either gotta go. I don't want to buy the book. When I say buy the book, I mean WWE style. I don't know the official referee rules. Or you yeah, kind of right. go, hey, anything kind of goes. Like you can't like sometimes they'll do counts when they're outside of the ring, other times they won't. Like yeah, and even even uh, as much as I enjoyed the death match, even with that, like the dude is on the floor, and and fucking Bryce Renberg is like, okay, one. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Or like one time, one time he six, and then there was like a fifteen second pause in be- between seven. Yeah, like what the fuck? What are you doing? The guy's on the floor. Count to fucking ten. What like why are you checking on them for? No, don't check on them. Like, hey, you can't and you can't blame the performers. These performers are not only performers, they've been watching wrestling forever. If they're if Swerve is down selling an injury for a count, if he hears eight, seven, eight, nine, like he's gonna start moving. He knows yeah. this. It's, he knows oh shit, I can't get count to ten. So I don't even blame the wrestlers at all for any of it. It's strictly them. Yeah, this, this, that's something they gotta work on. But overall, I really <laughs> enjoyed the show. Another Dude, pay-per-view banger from AEW. Yep, phenomenal. Like I said, what arguably probably going to be my show of the year. Between that and one other, I don't want to spoil. But um, just one quick news item. We don't spend much time on it. Kind of round of applause to even AEW, even though this isn't about them. Round of applause for AEW. Tony giving both women's matches a great amount of time on the pay-per-view. And for the women for performing well. And then last night on Raw, in one way or another... They showcased 28 women across the show with about six segments of TV time dedicated to them, totaling over 40 minutes, not to mention all three women's matches were given their time. So just credit, awesome. credit to both companies for giving women the time, but not only giving them the time, the women performing well with the time. Like Zia Lee and Becky Lynch had a great match last night. Yeah. That was a really good one. Um, oh, Sinead, check that out. Again, yeah. I haven't. we were talking off air. I haven't watched – I'm on a, it looks like I'm on a bit of a break with WWE with their TV, but I definitely keeping up with the times and stuff like that on Twitter, but I definitely have to rewatch some of that. Yeah. So that was good. Um, a report and I'm kind of happy we got this report um, only because I was kind of confused where he was on Saturday. Maybe I just didn't know, but Juice Robinson's injured and going to require back surgery. So for you, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Juice, man. Uh, I slapped the shit out of you, but I hope you get yeah. better. Yeah, same. Hey, you'll hit him with the left, him with the right. We'll walk uh, away. Uh, that's that man is the, the luckiest man on earth. But not to make light of his situation. I know he has a back injury. He's getting surgery. That's very, you know, Shit. that's back very uh, touch and go. So jokes either. Yeah, man. So hopefully he's okay and he can come back and be the juice we all know and love. Yeah, because he's been he's in this whole thing been doing phenomenal too. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, the next kind of goes back to the show. Newly signed All Elite, Will Ospreay, will be taking on John Moxley and Finlay uh, at the Tokyo Dome. I had to Fuck say it me. like that. I just had to say it like that. Finlay. Finlay. 
That's that's gonna be a hell of a match. That graphic is fucking hard, bro. You know what was nuts about Osprey on Saturday, right? Massive sign, right? Massive sign. We all kind of alluded we thought he was going there. He's been on AEW TV. You yeah. would have thought from the crowd that man never stepped foot in an AEW ring. The pop he got. And the crazy thing is everyone all night was like, yeah, it's Osprey, Osprey, Osprey. So nice. everyone knew. Everyone knew, and it's popped. Yeah, they kind of spoiled it. Like Sean Ross and a couple other people were like, "Yeah, it's for sure. It's out. like a couple hours before the show." You know, they kind of like spoiled it, but you know, who, yeah, who knows how many people actually pay attention to that? So, yeah, and know, I, I don't. I wish they. I get it. It's a business, and that's how these dudes. Yeah, yeah that's never gonna stop, bro. No, I just, I just don't like it, and it's hard to see because even if you don't follow them, someone's reporting it at behalf of them. So. Like, yeah. You can't avoid seeing shit like this, but it was still awesome. And I this match isn't nuts that a match that's already advertised for next year probably arguably has a good chance of being in the top ten match of the year. Bro, that match is gonna be fucking Moxley in the Tokyo Dome, bro, with Finley and Osprey. I mean, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, that's gonna because Osprey's that contract's is... up in what February? No, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, but he finishes up February. Because it was cool. He was saying, like, he's I'm assuming he's gonna be used as a part, like not a full timer, but not a part timer because he's not moving from the UK. Yeah. And I doubt I don't know how it's gonna work. And I doubt he's gonna fly from the UK to all I know is all in in London, he is gonna be in the main event for the title. Like that, that's what that's man. He Imagine really should. He really shouldn't win the championship over there. Now Imagine that that becomes, sport. yeah. But then, okay, then that becomes a thing because, what are you going to put the belt on Swerve? This let's say they let's say they decide to pull the trigger at World's End, and they put the title on Swerve. So you have if you have Swerve carry it from the end of this year up all the way up until All In. Which was like what, June, so, July, no, or all, whatever. No, it all, all in. It's like August thirtieth at that. So he'd have. Is that a long enough it. rain for you for Swerve? Well, it's almost yeah. a year, but yeah, I say yeah. I mean, it just it like he hasn't won the belt yet, mind yeah. you. He's not even in the championship picture yet, and I'm already getting yeah. mad at the idea of him dropping say, the title. Say he won at World's End, you're gonna have him defend at Revolution for sure. Double or nothing for sure, which is pretty much their, well, probably third biggest show now, right? Now that they yeah. do All In, because I'd argue All In, All Out, and Double or Nothing. And then they're probably going to throw more pay-per-views in there. It seems like they're going to go to that 12-month pay-per-view thing. Well, here's another thing for you. So, they're having this match at Wrestle Kingdom, right? You know who's not in that match is Kenny Omega. Which means they still have to have that third match to see who's you know out of the. They're still gonna have that final match of the the final match of the trilogy. That could be a double. So or that could be at all in because it doesn't have to be in Tokyo anymore because Will Osprey's no longer on the contract with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so they can fucking do it wherever the fuck they want now because so, both of them are AEW wrestlers. So you're saying Kenny? I don't see so a way. I would think I, I would. I would prefer to see Osprey Omega three at All In instead of Swerve. I mean, instead of uh, Osprey taking the championship at 
you know, away from swear. I'm in. And the reason I the reason I'm sticking to my guns on this, and I could obviously be wrong, but Soraya won the title there last year from there in that match. I don't see a world where Osprey's not fighting for the world title in his hometown in front of if they do the same number eighty one thousand. I just yeah. I just don't see it, man. I just can't see it ha- not happening. I don't know, which would be dope. Whether he wins or loses. Now we're all we're assuming he'd win. Ooh, what if Swerve retains over Osprey in his hometown? Yeah. That'd be nuts. Yeah. Um, but regardless, to go back to it, that triple threat. I'm already fall. getting excited about like shows from next year and shit. This is insane. I'm a, Bro, we, I have, have a, we have a sickness. So I'll say this. I think 2023, arguably, has been the best year match-wise and storyline-wise in wrestling in years, in my opinion. Years. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I would yeah, say WWE, WWE's been, I mean, you know, the bloodline thing's been going on for a few years, but even besides the bloodline, all the shit going on with Gunther right now. Yeah. Uh the Alpha Which, Academy, you, damage control, like all the stuff that they have got going on. They're they're NXT run. super on the upswing as far as storylines go. You need to check out the Min, uh Ms. Gunther segment from last I night. did see that. Bro, that. <laughs> Gunther lit his ass up, bro. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll speak on that one. Get but do you want to take this little IWC segment here? Do you want to speak on that? I know you man, you know, so uh, again, Nick, I, I'm really trying hard to be like more positive. I really would like my Twitter timeline to be just full of rainbows and kittens and uh people talking about how much they love wrestling, but instead it seems like Every day, it's getting worse. So after this pay-per-view, again, I got on Twitter because I wanted to kind of like see what my compatriots are talking about, what they felt about the show. And I see a bunch of people talking about that Jay White's buried. Idiots. That this hardcore death match was fucking too much. They're never going to grow as a company because they do things like this. And just people fighting with each other about Swerve and... I have some tweets here. Honestly, I don't even want to pull them up anymore. Because um, nah. I'm just like, I just refuse to give these people any kind of energy. But I will say this. This one person right here. This, oh, is, oh, man, Ice Cube. Cube. this is Ice Cube's son. Okay. This dude is the biggest WWE simp that I've ever seen in my life. Like, all he does is constantly get on Twitter and talk about how wonderful WWE is and how shitty AEW is. That's like all he does. And then when people like go in his comment section and try to like combat them, he he just fucking he'll block you. He'll say some smart shit to you and block you. Like he's a troll. Like he's literally a troll. And he posted this thing about Roman Reigns, and it's like, bro, can you like? I like Roman Reigns and everything, but bro, this is some odd. This is some cornball meat writing right here that I've never seen meat writing like this before, bro. Yeah, like that. Yeesh. That's a weird fucking tweet to tweet out. But again, yeah. I'm not gonna bother with these other people because they just. I don't know, and I just want to say, you know, we we have this this thing here called the Ten Trash Commandments. And last week I added one, but we didn't. We got so caught up talking about everything else that I didn't even update the list. 
So we now have number five on here. Okay. And in regards to all of these things here that we were just talking about with these people shitting on shows and talking about things that they claim that they hate, but they can't stop watching or talking about. My number five rule here for the 10 trash commandments is if you don't like it, don't watch it. Period. If you don't like AEW, stop watching it. If you don't care about Dynamite and you think it sucks, stop watching Dynamite. Stop watching Collision. Why are you watching something you don't like? Just to get online and talk about how much it sucks. It makes no sense. So, And you're not even getting paid to do it. Yeah, bro. And that's another thing, too, is like I get people are trying to get engagements and whatever by talking about these kind of things because they get a lot of hits. But, bro, who has the time to fucking sit there and talk so much shit? Like, I find myself replying, and then I'm like, why did I even just do that? <laughs> you know how many things I have in my drafts that I'm typing up? And then I'm like, what, what am I doing? And I just, like, close the app and leave it there because it's like, what, why am I even bothering to respond to these people? I don't think so, I ever have. I just ignore it. Yeah, I'm going to have to start doing that, dude. Because the only other thing I can do is delete the app. And I would really prefer not to delete the app because that's where I get my news from. So Yeah. And it's just, it's these people. Yeah, we, we've gone on this a thousand times. It's, it's they're miserable. Nick, yeah, they're miserable. As simple as you said, man. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And it's weird because, like, I'll be vocal if I don't like something or I don't like the way it went, but like, I don't know, man. Like I've never, like when I want to watch something, I want to enjoy it. And you're not like going to enjoy everything, but like this dude, you mentioned it earlier. This guy tweeted, I subjected myself to rewatching MJF sports entertainment match. Like really you had to force yourself to rewatch that fucking awesome match. Okay, sure. And this guy says, Jay White only targeted MJF's leg 12 times in a 30-minute match. And I'm like, that's 12 times. How many more times was he supposed to target the leg? Let's like, just, I don't let's, let's understand. Just, let's just, that's like targeting it every – because 15 and 30 is two. 50, so you got to think this dude was targeting it every like two minutes and like, like 10 seconds. Every minute and a half, two minutes, he targeted the leg. At what point – what more would you want him to do, dude? So, like, people, I just, I don't understand. Idiots. He goes, earlier this week, I wrote a whole essay about how calculated and methodical Jay was, and he didn't even target the injured limb. It's like, what kind of fucking trolling is this, dude? Every like, two minutes, think about that. Two minutes, he was targeting it, pretty much. You got to think, there's holds, there's breaks, MJF's getting some offense in, and then he targets the leg. Like, I don't know, bro. You really think about who's targeting it every opportunity he had. Right, like these people, you, you you'll never win with them, dude. Never, ever. No. And it sucks because it's like and that's why I, I don't know. If, I don't know. If we we've been talking an hour now. I don't know if I said on air or off air, but that's why I don't check my phone. Like, like especially during pay per views, please, whatever. I refuse to get on it. Refuse, refuse, refuse. Because once, even if you don't think it, if you see it, you're gonna think it. Like, oh, that was such a bad choke slam so-and-so did and then it's like and i thought it was maybe cool in the moment then you see it's like well yeah i guess if you think about it, maybe it wasn't the greatest like you know it's like man, just that sucks it. too because they, they get in your head like yeah. again i was hyped when i left the theater 
all of us were like high fiving and like, yeah, what a great show. All right, cool. And then I go and I look at my phone and I'm like slowly getting deflated. And it's like, fuck, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. And like I said, like kind of like this Saturday is a perfect example because this Saturday we have Survivor Series. Now, oh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I, I'm pretty sure you're on the same side as me, but please cut me off if you think. But I don't think CM Punk showing up. So here's the thing. Uh, so they, it, it, this is weird because last night, again, I wasn't watching. And I, I I went to sleep early and I woke up like at 10 o'clock. And I went to look at my phone to see you know what was going on on Raw. And I saw a video of Randy Orton coming. And like somebody posted, he's back. And it was Randy Orton coming out and the crowd was cheering. And I was like, this crowd doesn't seem very like, like this doesn't seem like the hype level I would imagine Randy Orton coming back. And I'm looking at this video and I'm like, he's walking to the ring and he's kind of like trying to get them hyped up. And I'm like, this is this old? And then it turns out it was somebody posted that that shit was old as fuck. And I, yeah. I didn't even realize it because I wasn't watching the show. So, so did they just... Do so, all that shit at the end, and he didn't come out? So this is how they did it. Logistically and common sense-wise, it made sense. And I get why this is my reasoning, why I, I agree with it. So they typical, they had a big brawl. Adam Pierce said, after Drew did his heel turn, like speaking to it, Adam Pierce said, you will say who the fifth member is tonight. Cool. They're gone. Cody's like, uh, I know someone I can call, an old friend. Or he said something along those lines. He comes back, he goes, I called him, he answered, he's in. So then the main event was Jay and Drew McIntyre for the advantage, which so the Judgment Day mm. and Drew have the advantage. Um, which is crazy. Drew went the, with the Future Shock DDT, not the Claymore either. No, no Claymore. Yep, no Claymore. So I don't know if it's because he did the whole 3-2-1 usually, and that was more of a face thing. That's a crowd thing, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's why. But I anyway, hate that shit, by the way. Yeah, so I then, hate that shit so much. Then Judgment Day came out. Whatever. They all end up in the ring. They clear out the ring, the good guys. Cody pretty much says, this person I was with, I have a legacy with. Yeah, I saw that. He, so he never said his name. He said, he said what else did he say? He says, he said, uh, the apex predator. He's an apex. You're, predator. you're not hearing voices. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah. So he, they, they never, Cody Rhodes never said our partner is Cody, uh, Randy Orton, which I wait, love. Didn't he do? No, he did not. I must be tripping, bro. No, I thought I saw something. I thought last I, night he said it's Randy. The reason I think it's smart to not have Randy come out is because you want to save it for the original pop. Because I'm assuming the Judgment Day and Drew come out first, then the good guys will come out, and then Randy's the last entry. Like entry, and I'm assuming Randy's probably gonna be the last person in the match in general. Um, so I kind of like that's how they did it, but it made sense, I guess, because because Cody's like, let me call this dude. So if Cody would have called him and he would have showed up, that wouldn't have like common sense wise, that wouldn't have made sense. Oh. Randy flew here. Yeah, he flew. He took a fucking Concorde jet, which doesn't exist anymore. He showed up to the arena. I can't lie, but I don't know. Like I said, I've been keeping the past month. I've been slayed with wrestling. This this show, I think, is going to be good. I think we're going to be lucky to back to back Saturdays with some good wrestling. Sorry. Oh, is that it? I'm bugging because I could have sworn he said. What did he say? 
I, I, <laughs> I don't know, bro. But, I'm not a fan. I'm not a. I, it could be a big swerve. Maybe it, I don't know, bro. It's it's. So here's the thing with the CM Punk thing. Like I'm obviously it's. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Randy Orton, but I don't understand why they wouldn't just say it's Randy Orton. Well, it is. WWE announced it on Twitter. Oh, okay. So they yeah. definitely said it's him. Oh yeah, okay, it's him. Fine. So um, this whole Shinsuke Nakamura thing. Yes. I am going to laugh hysterically on Saturday when they have Shinsuke out there and Brock Lesnar's music hits and he comes out and fucking destroys him. I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. The only way there's only two ways talking to our buddy, one of my buddies, Dan, that you can introduce punk that makes sense and are just only logical. Is if Nakamura comes out for an open challenge and calls out the guy because the last thing he said something like, like "You're close, you're close." Yeah. So everyone's like, "Oh, Chicago, whatever." So that way, or at the end of the match, but even at the end of the War Games match, everyone's always in the ring. So what are you going to bring the cages up quick and then Punk just comes out? Because I think if and he then, does, and then for what? And like, then for what? Like he's no, coming I, out to I, do what? So that's what I think. I think if Punk comes back, he doesn't speak. I think they're gonna go that route with it. They're gonna unless, go like he'll unless, come out and face to face maybe with Seth, and that's as far. I don't see him on a mic Saturday. Unless unless Randy Orton turns heel. So I don't I think mean, he's involved in a match. The only time I think he's involved in a match is if he fights an actual match with Shinsuke. Even then, I could see him just coming out. Maybe doing some talking and GTS Nakamura, and that's it. I just the way I word is, I don't think we see him Saturday. But if we do, I won't be shocked either. But like I like when from start to finish, if he's not on my TV, I'm like, yeah, I figured as much. Yeah, because my thing is, bro, it's Survivor Series. It's in Chicago, and they and have he's free. Like that's why you know you would think. They want to bring him back. That's the perfect time to do it. Because that's but, the thing. We we sorry to cut you off. We know no, it's no, not a punk won't go back thing. Yeah. Well, the answer is and, and I don't think it's a Nick Khan thing either. Because Nick Khan was not around for that bad blood. Like if he doesn't come, it's because Triple H is truly like, yo, we just don't need him. In in a, in a way, they don't. They really don't need CM. Yeah, they got a lot going on. So it's like I get why he wouldn't come either, but. Triple H always says what's best for business, man. And this, the way this story is add up between him getting fired and you, one of your big four shows is in Chicago and you're on the road to Mania. Like, it, if you're ever going to bring him back, this is the time, right? Like, just in general. Yeah. Like, in general. Like, you can't bring him back the Raw after Mania this year. Like, you can, but it's not as good as a moment as this can be. I'll fucking tell you this much. I'll be watching like a motherfucker on Saturday night, boy. And if that music hits, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Here we go again. Of course. We got the hat. As we always fucking do on this show, we end up talking about <laughs> bitch ass CM Punk. As always. But, but if he pops up, bro, I'm 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 going to fucking lose it. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. That yeah. pop is going to be that pop is going to be Here's the thing too though. If they bring him back, they can absolutely cannot wait till the end of the show. They can't do it. Because these people are going to be chanting CM Punk. You're, they're going to take over your show. They are. So, so you would not- have to start with Shinsuke. 
Like you'd have to open up with Shinsuke if that's going to be the way you're doing it. And however you make it happen, that would have to be the way. Unless they open with the men's. Yeah, you can't because you. No, you have to open. If you're going to do yeah. that shit with CM Punk, you have to open with him. Well, I agree. I agree 100%. I really do. And this is why I say this, because people are going to shit. The Survivor Series could be a A-plus pay-per-view. If Punk doesn't show up, people are going to say the pay-per-view was a flop and was not good, and X, Y, and Z. And all I don't know about that. I think so. I think the same people who think Jay White or Barry are going to say the same thing. I personally think so. I don't think it will be. That's just what I think about people saying that. Yes. So... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But anywho, there's a small card too. We have the uh yeah, very small. Um so to kind of go through, we do our picks as always. Um so to spin everyone up. Santos Escobar is now a heel. Says he hopes Ray's leg gets amputated. <laughs> Dominic was Damn. right. Fighting fighting Carlito, which I think's cool. Carlito just came back on a big four show. Um but I don't know. See, this is the thing, man. With a show like this, it's like the Rumble. Like, where do you, where do you put the like? Uh, is it gonna go War Games? And I'm assuming then the three matches they have, and then another. War I'm game? assuming War Games is closing the show. I, I'm assuming like most years, women start, men's finish. I would assume. Oh, they're probably gonna start with the women's War Game match. Yeah. Yeah. But in this They'll one, probably me, start with that. Me personally, I got. I got Santos. I don't see him yeah. losing already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm excited for this because I don't know about you, but I can't remember the last time I've seen Carlito in a one-on-one match. Yeah, it'd be cool to see Carlito, but I'm more excited about a heel Santos Escobar because that's that he's the back to Legado del Fantasma, del Fantasma yeah. music. Baby face Santos Escobar LWO shit was not working in any way. No, At they all. can still keep the LWO, just not with him. Yeah, he's a trouble. And a lot of people heel. are thinking that uh, Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, because their heels might kind of join them. I think that'd be kind of – I'd be excited to see them do something because they're both extremely athletic. So, see there. Next, to be honest, when they first announced this one, I was like, ugh. But Gunther versus Miz, the buildup has been good. Bro, uh, listen. Again, I haven't really been watching, but look at all the people that Gunther's beaten in the oh, last gonna... couple of months. Yeah. Why the fuck would WWE think that we're supposed to sit here and believe that the Miz has any chance in hell of beating Gunther? Well, because Gunther's been giving him props. Miz is an eight-time Intercontinental Champion. Like, I get I it. Care. We don't care anymore, bro. He gives, bro, the Miz, every, the Miz loses all these matches. And then all of a sudden, like, every, like, like, once a year, he'll get that one shining moment where he cuts that promo about how he's been here and he was bullied and he's a fucking double, triple crown or double grand slam. And I beat The Rock at WrestleMania and I beat John Cena and... Okay, dude, we get it. Like, how many times can you go back to the well with that same fucking promo? Like, dude, I don't buy you. 
looking at you and looking at Gunther standing together in the ring, I there is no fucking way Gunther I buy you beating that dude. None. Yeah, same. same. None. No, same. But I'm just giving them credit. The build's been good. Better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way better. But, yeah, Miz is not being the guy. Who's going to be the guy? We'll see. Um, next, build's been terrible. I get why they have her because she's mommy. Rhea Ripley's going to beat Zoe, right? I don't, I don't know about you. I don't, They haven't really done much for a build. Um, I think it's cool. Give Zoe the spotlight there. But on a paper, I mean, the last time that I watched, I wa- I saw Zoe give. Um, <laughs> I watched Zoe give. Uh, sorry, I saw saw Rhea give. She gave Rhea the finisher. Yeah, but that was like a month ago. So that's like the last time that I watched. So I'm assuming they're still if they're still building after a month, the build has to be like somewhat good. Uh so Zoe won a match. A fatal four-way or five-way to win it, right? The Monday after Crown Jewel. So, like, less, like, two, two, three weeks ago. So, I guess there hasn't been much time to build it either. But, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Cool. I'm with it. Um, yeah, definitely Rhea is going to retain there. The next one's the only one that's kind of got me Yeah, The women's war game. So, you got damage control, Kyrie Zane. And now Asuka, which I guess they're all technically damage control now from Bailey on SmackDown. Versus Becky, Bianca, Charlotte, and Shotzi. Cool, I think it's awesome. Shotzi's with all these powerhouses. I think that's pretty cool to see. Um, so the way it's looking on SmackDown is Bailey's gonna get the boot from damage control and probably turn face. People think Dakota might as well, but also <laughs> people the way Dakota's been saying things, Dakota might be the new leader and just Bailey goes. Um Hmm. Been cool with Kyrie Zane since she's been back, actually. So I don't know if like the heels win this, but then when you look at the other side of just the town of Bianca, yeah, look at who is on the other team, bro. How do you see them? Becky, I think cool. Charlotte, Bianca. Even if it was just Becky, Charlotte, and Bianca versus the other five, I'd fucking I might want to go with fucking with the three team. Yeah, and it's like you got on the face side. You if they lose. Shotzi's clearly the one taking the fall, which kind of sucks. But yeah, she seems kind of out of place there too. Like, well, she's kind of in a weird tag team with Charlotte right now, which is odd. Oh, okay. Yes. So That's like, they're pairing her with her. Like, so not like, uh, oh, you're random on the team. Like Charlotte and Shotzi, the past like month have been together. Man, so uh, a, a bit of news came out today, and uh, and uh, again, she probably won't be on the main roster for a while, but. It looks like Maddie Renkowski is uh, signed to NXT. Oh, so wow. if you're not familiar with Maddie Renkowski, she's fucking awesome. Yes. She's uh, she's more character than anything, but she's a very good wrestler, too. Um, she's been in AEW a few times. She was on Dark. She used to really be on um, when they were at Daily's Place. Like She was there a lot. Um, and I thought she would get signed eventually, but they never ended up signing her. Uh, but she's fucking awesome. And... I'm looking forward to seeing her in NXT. If she's on NXT on the regular, I will be watching on the regular. Yeah, she's that's talented. A little, a few things I've seen. break in there. But, uh, yeah, Shotzi, that's – damn, bro. I hate to I hate yeah. to say Shotzi's going to be the one to take the pinfall there, but – Who do you who do you got? Do you think the heels maybe get some momentum? Because they're 
or do you think? Nah, bro, I can't. Listen, I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be a little bit of a mark. I cannot. I'm not gonna. How how would I be able to pick against Charlotte, Bianca, and Becky on the same team, bro? Like how how who's beating them, bro? Put put me down with you then. It looks like we're going to be in this. Sky and Oscar and Kyrie Sane. I mean, you know, I get it. But, dude, bro, there's no way, bro. You got Bianca in there. Bianca's a fucking just juggernaut, bro. Now, let me ask this with a few, obviously impending damage control breakup. Would you want to see Dakota get the boot with Bailey and Kyrie, Oscar, and um, EO stay together? I would assume that they're just going to is kind of like the voice leader thing. I would assume that they're just going to get rid of uh, Bailey. Yeah. I think Dakota being the voice, like the head of it kind of thing. I think that'd be dope. Like a good spot for her. Yeah. And she's hurt too. So she could still stay in that. Like, cause Bailey doesn't need a group. Like Bailey needs to go back to being Bailey, bro. Yeah. And then I, I don't think she should go necessarily hugger Bailey, but I, she needs to be a face yeah. without being the hugger somehow. Right. Um, and then the men's war games, Judgment Day with a newly healed Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, World Heavyweight Champ Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, and a returning after a year, over a year and a half, Randy Orton. I think this one, once again, pick-wise, I think unanimous. The faces are winning this. Um, I'm gonna actually go with uh, I'm gonna go with the heels. Oh, okay, there we go. We'll sit down. I can't see Randy Orton losing the match unless he goes heel and turns on code because that's what some right. people think. Some people think during the match or after that's the match, where we get CM Punk. He, some people think before, like during the match or after the match, he RKO's Cody and that helps Cody's build towards Mania going up against mm-hmm. Randy. So we're gonna have Cody and Randy at Mania? What the fuck? No, no, no. So maybe, no, so maybe at like Royal Rumble or something. Nah, hell nah. We need, we, bro. We need Cody getting that belt off of fucking Roman Reigns, bro. Yeah, no, no. no, no. I'm saying this would be before that, because I don't think Cody wins right. the Rumble. I think Cody wins an Elimination Chamber match. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. He doesn't even I... need to do that. He could just straight challenge fucking Roman Reigns. He don't need no win no fucking contendership. I personally. I personally rather Randy not turn heel here and be Cody's first opponent as champion. Okay, okay. But yeah, I think this this has potential to be a pretty good show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be very entertaining. And I know we don't have anything in here about Shinsuke, but he's been talking, so we'll see what they do with that. I'm sure SmackDown will have... uh, a little bit more about it, but I'm definitely going to be watching, man. 100%. So there's no chance of me not watching it. So I definitely, because, you know, usually if on Saturday I'll watch Collision instead of watching the pay-per-view because it's much easier to watch the pay-per-view the next day for me on Peacock. But I think I'm definitely watching this pay-per-view live. Yeah, just because of all the pending things that could happen. Yeah, I have to. I just got to, bro. Yeah, if CM Punk does actually come back on this fucking show, it's I, I gotta be able to see it live. Have yeah, to. this podcast might be wild next week. Oh, it might be. We might get bug wild out here. Yeah, it might be some shit happening. I might we'll have to break see. out the CM Punk shirt. Um, oh, and if they actually, oh, dude, 
You know what would be actually dope? They'll put CM Punk merch back in the store with the fucking fanatic shirts. With the them soft ass fanatic shirts, but CM Punk shirts, bro. Oh, I won't be spending a lot of money in that shop. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> sir. But Nick, I think we uh I think we have pretty much wrapped on this show. Okay, okay. Uh you you start the take home. I'll close this yeah, out. Yeah, man, unless you got anything else, I think we oh, have covered good. it all. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Wrestling is Trash. We thank you so much for joining us on this epic journey of wrestling talk. Once again, I am Lou from the BX host of the Everything Podcast. Co-host of Wrestling is Trash. You already know. Hit up the Instagram page. Search Wrestling is Trash. Follow the link. From there, you will get all our wrestling content, merch, sites, podcasts, visual, the YouTube channel, which we hold very dearly. We would appreciate a like and a follow on there if you could share the page. Also, if you enjoy this show, we would very much appreciate that. So with that being said, I'm going to pass it off to Nick to take us home. Yep. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. At the name right there. But like Lou said, Twitter, Wrestling Be Trash, on Instagram, Wrestling Trash, and on YouTube, Wrestling Trash. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell all the friends, anyone who likes wrestling, show them the show. We're not biased. We have a good time. We love doing it. With that being said, once again, happy Thanksgiving for those who celebrate. On behalf of the Trash Boys, have a great week. Enjoy another hopefully great Saturday of wrestling. And that's going to be it. Peace. Enjoy wrestling, guys. Peace.